And let's get to some breaking news on this Monday afternoon. McMaster University in Hamilton announcing today that their entire fall term, the entire fall term will be online due to the COVID pandemic. The statement from McMaster University President David Farrar, it says in part, quote, we want our students and everyone at the university to be as safe as possible, to have the support they need to be successful, and to be confident that our decisions are based on public health advice. He goes on to say, we know that there are some very real concerns regarding the evolution of the pandemic in the fall term and what that could mean for the health and well-being of every member of our community. Let's welcome in Kayla Weiler. She's with the Canadian Federation of Students and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Kayla, good afternoon. Uh, Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, First of all, what is the Canadian Federation of Students? What's your reaction to this announcement from McMaster this afternoon? Um, So we're seeing that a lot of uh, colleges and universities in Ontario have decided to go to an online format. Um, And, you know, like we're uh, grateful to see that, like, they're putting the safety of students, but also workers as a priority. Um, But what we are not seeing in Ontario is that there is a reduction of tuition fees. Uh, And that's a major issue that students have brought forward as a concern is the fact that we're having our classes online. We're not able to access campus nor the services on campus, yet we're still paying um, high tuition fees. Okay, because obviously there is a health concern, as you mentioned off the top there, but there's also, Kayla, an educational one. And our students, are they getting the same educational experience virtually? There's definitely a different experience when it comes to online learning. There's some classes that you simply can't teach online, uh, different engineering classes, medical uh, studies, uh, different science classes, but also, um, you know, humanities, the the experience of having that uh, conversation with your professor or TA or having that class discussion. That's definitely something that can't be replicated online. So we're seeing that students are going to expect a very different fall semester, uh, if not maybe a winter semester, depending on uh, how things go. But it's just not the same uh, learning as online as it would be in the classroom. Is it not close, though, Kayla, in some ways? You mentioned meeting with a prof or a TA, and, you know, we're all finding different ways of doing business and getting things done, of course, due to the uh, pandemic. I look at the healthcare system and telehealth, uh, the rise of that. Is that much different than maybe connecting online with a teaching assistant or, or a prof and having a Zoom call with them? Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of creative solutions uh, coming up to the fall semester to have those conversations, uh, one-on-one phone calls with profs and TAs, um, or with different um, like uh, services on campus, such as accessibility services. Uh, we're going to see um, some creative solutions to those situations. Uh, but I think, like, uh, ultimately, it comes down to it's like having those solutions available to students uh, and having kind of a plan in place to help support Uh, the professors who might be having to, you know, have phone calls with different students or the TAs who are running uh, more online classes than they had in the past. So it's all just about support um, and accessibility for for students, but also the the workers on campus as well. For sure. But I guess what I'm asking is, does this virtual experience, it just doesn't add up or equate to actually being there, no matter what the technology is in place or uh, how you try to uh, make the best of this uh, situation? And therefore, uh, the position of the Canadian Federation's, uh, Federation of Students is, if schools such as McMaster are going to go online for the entire fall term, that there should be some sort of tuition reduction? 
Yes, yeah, so um, we're seeing they're saying that like tuition has always been very expensive for students um, in Ontario. If for on average university education, it's uh, eight thousand dollars per year uh, to go to school, and this crisis uh, just exacerbates that that issue. That tuition has been always really expensive. Uh, there's concerns with students, you know, having online classes. It's very different than being in the classroom, uh, but also the fact that their summer employment has been dramatically changed. A lot of students are not able to work this summer. Uh, uh, as well as maybe the fall semester too, their employment has changed for that as well. So students are able to are not able to to save up the same kind of money in previous years to pay for that high tuition. Um, so it's you know the ex- experience of education is different. That you can access the campus, and that's a really major factor in accessing school. But also the fact that. Um, some students might not be able to afford to go back to school in the fall, which would be really sad uh, to see that students are kept away from education in that regard. Do you have a number? Should it be 15% of the reduction in tuition, or have we figured that out yet? Uh, I think, like, it's part of a larger conversation. Like, uh, actually, the Canadian Federation of Students, uh, we hold the position, and we have for many years, uh, that education should be free. And the fact that it should be fully uh, funded as a, a strong public service in the province and, and across the country. Uh, a lot of people benefit from accessing school, whether it's a college degree or a university degree or, uh, you know, retraining, reskilling, which we might see because of this COVID crisis that um, a lot of people would benefit from having a free education system. We don't call for it overnight <laughs> or in a day, but uh, rather along uh, a strategy and a, and a plan to reduce and eliminate tuition fees uh, over time. Uh, and that comes first and foremost with more government funding. Uh, we've seen that in Ontario, at least, that uh, on, or post-secondary has been uh, underfunded for the past two decades. Um, so what we need is, is more government funding to our, our post-secondary education system. All right. I'm out of time. Got to leave it there for now. Kayla, appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you.